It's Tuesday, June 15th, and it just feels like a fireworks on the National Mall kind of day. I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis, and we have some great news about D.C. as it continues to reopen and bring back all those awesome traditions. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We love D.C. Tommy and I were first neighbors, then friends, and then we actually hosted a morning radio show together. We've even been each other's in case of emergency contacts. I was your contact, right? Well, I changed it after I got married. I hope that's okay. Anyway, we bring people together, created awesome community moments around D.C., and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. It's also an eat chicken parm and pasta until you're ready to explode kind of day, but we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. What's going on, Kel? Um, I really do appreciate all the music venues around the D.C. area making announcements over the last days, couple mm-hmm. days, because it's made our job easier. Because True there's story. a lot, <laughs> lot to unpack here as live concerts are definitely returning. Uh, first up, MGM at National Harbor. They have an incredible theater there. It's a small venue as far as theater uh, concert venues go for. Um, they have a list of announcements. So first up. Bruno Mars returns for two-night engagement Friday and Saturday, August 6th and 7th. Nice. How incredible that is going to be. Also, The Price is Right is coming for like a little run over the weekend at the end of August. Boys to Men, Counting Crows. It's going to be, they have a full lineup of comedians and music just going through the rest of the year. And it's just awesome to see a calendar with live events on it. That's very cool. And Bruno Mars opened up that venue. So now he's like reopening up that venue. Yes, he's like sort of an unofficial official spokesperson for MGM. So I think it's in his contract. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He's coming back to D.C. That's awesome. And just so exciting to hear about that kind of stuff. And going to see a concert at MGM, like you can be sure that you're going to spend your money and get something. So that's great. (laughs) Versus like if you put the ticket money on the roulette table, you might double it, but also you might not. That's true. Um, Wolf Trap also announced yesterday that they have got their um, first full capacity shows they're announcing, which will be Indigo Girls, Train with Vertical Horizon, um, Pink Martini, Renee Fleming. And so they have a Yacht Rock review. So they've got a whole variety of uh, artists and things coming, which is great. So those summer shows go on sale on Friday uh, the 18th, and they happen um, later on this year, like August and September. And it's also part of Wolf Trap's 50th anniversary season. That's that's very cool. Grab your picnic basket and your wine. Tradition mm-hmm. continues. I love it. And we talked about um, yesterday the Capital One Music Hall, which is opening up in Capital One Center right in Tyson's. Uh, they announced their opening weekend. They've come a long way from the boondocks. Little Big Town is going to be their big opening weekend show uh, on Saturday, uh, October 2nd and October 3rd. This is cool because the venue is like 1,600 seats. It's state-of-the-art. It's brand new. So that's going to be awesome. That's very cool. I also do appreciate a good concert on a weekend night yes. versus a weeknight, right? So yes. we can have really enjoy every last song and just be able to sleep in a little bit the next day. Yeah, I um went out over the weekend on U Street as part of like Pride celebrations and um not going out on uh, weekends after 11 o'clock, probably ever again in my life and I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Happy to go to like a nice concert. <laughs> it starts oh. at like nine. <laughs> Tommy, you're getting old. Come on, I know, boy. I know. I well, like even when I was young, I could never appreciate the like. We don't go out till eleven p.m. Crowd. No, <laughs> we should go out at nine and see where the night takes us. Just wow, you are. <laughs> you are thirty-five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we got some big news coming out of Nats Park. First off, we got a win last night. Which, by the way, these days we'll take it. But we had the Giants, but, right? Too the Giants are good. No. No, not against the Giants. It was against no. the Pirates. <laughs> Did we beat the Giants too recently? Yes, that was yes. last weekend. But there that brings go. me to last weekend. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, was hanging out in Nats Park. He had a ticket to the game, but also everyone got to hear his voice as he did the opening lineup. Love that guy. And I was thinking about him, um, of why, because we saw him during the All-Star game. We've seen him at other Nats games. He is born and uh, raised in D.C., he actually is a class of, um, he graduated from Sidwell School, uh, in DC and, uh, class of 1973, by the way, just to date him a little bit. <laughs> He'd be old. <laughs> 93, 93, 2003, just do 18 plus 50. Yeah. We'll kind of get you there. Um, and, uh, also tonight, at Nats Park, Jose Andres returns to throw out the ceremonial pitch, and he's going to do it along with Nate Mook, who is the CEO of World Central Kitchen. Awesome. And it's World Central's Kitchen Day where they're going to be celebrating and doing a whole bunch of festivities around um, what they've done, not only uh, all around the world, but here in D.C. When Nats Park was... Um, you know, basically a kitchen for several months locally here feeding people in need. It was really cool to see like the volunteers at World Central Kitchen when it was at Nats Park who were posting on their own social and like World Central Kitchen has done great work all around the world, but I've never like personally known volunteers. And so seeing the volunteer perspective of people who live in DC who are posting stuff on Instagram, like seeing how it all works inside and everything was really neat. Um, yeah, in, in the midst cool. of such a such a terrible time, the DC community came together and getting to, like that firsthand look because it was people you knew, like neighbors who were helping out. Yeah, I mean thousands of volunteers. It was a big operation, so that's I, very cool. I gotta believe working with Jose Andres just in general is like a lot. Like there's a lot going on. <laughs> He's intense, right? Imagine being like Nate Mook and then having to go pitch alongside of Jose Andres. <laughs> Like, do you throw a heater? Are you better than him? Are you not better than him? Like, what? I mean, I, I don't think Jose is like a competitive guy and like, oh, you're better than me. But like, you've also got 10,000, 12,000 people who are watching you pitch alongside Jose. There's a lot. I feel the stress. I feel like that would be a very stressful moment. Uh, I, I think they've been through more. Uh, <laughs> they've seen a lot. <laughs> like, right? Like landing planes in the areas that have just been devastated and trying to cook food and give it out to thousands of people in need. I think they got this. Well, when you put it that way, you are absolutely <laughs> right. Um, also, another local DC celebrity is returning to the Olympics. Not that we ever doubted her. Katie Ledecky secured her spot in uh, yesterday uh, for a Olympic trials in typical Katie Ledecky fashion, she like basically like one got out, dried off, jumped back in the pool before anyone else had to come to the finish line. So that's awesome to see her back. Um, there's a bunch of trials going on in Omaha. And on Sunday, because she was up there to um, get ready for the trials, it was also Stanford's graduation, which she is now an alum from. So she <laughs> took a photo on her Facebook page of her in her bathing suit and then she's got a cap and gown on in front of the pool as it should be, Katie Ledecky. Well done. I'm glad she graduated college. It's about time she gets a job. 
What's she been doing this whole time? <laughs> Could you believe you were in the Olympics and you've graduated from Stanford? Well uh, done, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. And like when she does get a job, imagine that HR manager who gets her resume and is like, oh, experience. Huh. Well, can you tell me more about this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's it's incredible, but also we're learning that there's another local swimmer that's uh, going to the Olympics. Her name is Tori Husk. She's 18 years old. She's from Arlington. She's a graduate of Yorktown High, and she will be heading off to the Olympics. And she's in she's in Omaha right now too. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Way to go, Yorktown. Yorktown is an amazing school. Yeah, and well, and the um the Arlington Aquatic Club is like known for having some of these top swimmers. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. So this is really cool to see that because Katie Ledecky hails from Bethesda and they have a very competitive swim club as well. So it's interesting that these two over the river clubs are, um, you know, going to the Olympics. Great things happen inside the beltway. <laughs> That's true. They are, are just inside the beltway. Um, DC is getting its very own Statue of Liberty. You think this is kind of weird. I think this is super cool. So in Washingtonian today, they were saying that starting next month, pedestrians um, who are walking through Calorama will get a view of a nine-foot Statue of Liberty. And it's made from the same cast, and it's made from the same stuff that the original Statue of Liberty was made from. It's going to be at the French ambassador's residence. Of course, the French gave us the big Statue of Liberty as a gift, and this is sort of a way to, like... Um, reaffirm the U.S. and France's relationship, but it's going to be here for 10 years. It, it will um, get, <laughs> the Washingtonian says that the Statue of Liberty that's nine feet tall is on a, um, a boat on its way over on a cargo ship now, and it's going to be uh, displayed on Ellis Island next, like, kind of like mini-me situation. Um, <laughs> so weird. From July 1 through 5, and then it's going to come down to the French ambassador's residence, which you could like walk past and see it. Yeah, I, I like I understand the the symbolic nature of this gesture. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand like to go to Ellis Island and see the Statue of Liberty in New York is like amazing. Just like when you walk down the National Mall and you look at the Capitol building and the Washington Monument, like a little mini one sounds like just I don't know. It, it's just a little weird for me. It's kind of the same as, you know, watching in the Heights on the big screen or on your home TV. <laughs> <laughs> Same piece of art, just scale is a little different <laughs> and a little different experience. So, yeah, I guess so. Uh, apparently, so it'll it'll land and it'll end up in DC on the uh, on July 14th, the time for Bastille Day. But there's apparently, um, I think, twelve of these casts that are made from the original plaster mold from back in the 1800s from the original artist, the sculptor who made it. Well done to the French that like you know kept that in the storage room. Right. <laughs> it was back next to like the extra stuff for a while. They're like, hey, we should, we should roll one of these out. Um, but it, so I, um, part of my honeymoon, we went to Paris. Did you see this when you went to Paris, Kelly? There's like another version of the Statue of Liberty that's by a church. No, I, I really didn't do a lot of sightseeing in Paris. Oh, we, I, we, we did like I a day drink. trip with like a person. <laughs> It, yeah, we did that too. But um, we we got our baguettes and we got in the back of the car and we went and did the did the road, did the tour. But in just like understatedly, like in the backyard of one of these churches in Paris, there's one of the versions, one of the iterations of the Statue of Liberty that was like as they were perfecting it, and now it's back. It's like twenty feet tall, but it's back. It, it's there too. It was really cool to see it. That's cool. So you got the nine foot tall, the twenty foot tall, and how how big we have it in our notes here? Three hundred. Five. Yes. Lady Liberty is 305. 
mm-hmm. tall. So that's really cool. And you know, it's going to be everywhere on Instagram. People oh, are going to be taking totally. photos of this thing everywhere. Totally. You, I can't even just wait for how many clowns with their berets are going to go take a French picture <laughs> and they're going to like have a baguette and like something stupid on the internet. Just listen, DC influencers, don't mess it up. Okay. <laughs> be cool. Be cool, DC influencers. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, fireworks. We're coming to the National Mall. I'm so excited about this. Ow, I'm so excited I just hit my arm on something. Um, this is really big news. So today, NBC Washington is reporting through the AP that there will be a celebration at the White House on the South Lawn for first responders and for military and for people who were fighting the pandemic, as, as usually happens. Um, doesn't matter with the administration, at the White House, on the South Lawn, on the 4th of July. But in that article from the AP, they're talking about how 4th of July is supposed to be like the new phase of our pandemic response. And we may just be a little shy of the 70% um, people getting their first shot line, by the way, if you haven't gotten your first shot, get your first shot. And in that article, they say that there will be fireworks on the national mall this year, which is awesome. Cause it was a big question mark. And then mayor Bowser tweeted um, about how America should come to celebrate the 4th of July in DC and a link to like book your hotel rooms and stuff. I think if all 300 million Americans come to D.C., it's going to get a little crowded, but it'd be cool if we got at least a percentage of that to D.C. That would be really cool. And I do wonder, too, like how the hotels, too, have just been like, we're waiting to open. And now they're like, OK, we're open, like, you know, dust off all the rooms, get everyone, you know, in-house and, and get ready to welcome all the tourists to D.C. But the thing is, we know how to do it. Mm-hmm. This we've been doing this. Uh, it will be great to welcome tourists back into into DC. And and as us as locals, we can't complain this year. No, no, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna give tourists a pass. It's all part of the hot vac summer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I actually I, I ran into a friend of ours um, by the so my husband and I went to brunch at Hamilton by the old Abbott by the White House over the weekend, and I ran um, into a friend of ours who had like a guest in town, and he's like, oh, meet my friend. She's in town from Chicago involuntarily kelly it just came out of my face i was like thank you so much for coming to our city we're so glad that you're here would you like to know of any recommendations and i'm so happy that you came to say thank you for coming to dc and being a tourist and i was like what is happening it just like it was involuntary gratitude for tourists who are coming back to dc i i hear you i hear you and that means you can't honk the horn when you see that out of state plate no. driving down independence or constitution or rock creek parkway when they just like inch along mm-hmm. just just let it happen Although, have you noticed this? People are very horny on the streets these days with like the beeping when the like the light changes and it's like a second. I got I got horned like four times yesterday and I'm like, we are. It just turned. I'm switching my foot from the brake to the gas, people. Yeah, I saw this guy in Wisconsin Avenue yesterday. He had like a megaphone out of his car. I don't know. And it was telling people like, get out of the way. And it was what? not like, and it was not a police officer. Yeah, he was just like, he's like, you're going below the speed limit. Please move to the right lane. And I was like, dude, you need to calm down. <laughs> he had a mate, like he hung his head out the window with a megaphone. No, it was like inside his car. Like I didn't see a megaphone, but it was like a speaker that was like outside that you could hear outside of his car. There is no way that's legal. <laughs> no, and that's what he was doing. I was like, dude, you got to calm down. What kind of car was it? Like a Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being so annoyed with drivers that you're like, I need to go to Pep Boys. <laughs> Or AutoZone, and excuse me, can you put a speaker in my car? Why? Oh, because I want to yell at pedestrians. And then they're like, sure, sounds great. And they add the little speaker into your car. 
I wonder if it's like a Bluetooth thing or if he has like a microphone that like is mounted by his and he's got his hands on the wheel and he's <laughs> has to push the on microphone button. Uh, yeah. Wow. That. Wow. People be careful people out there. But we do love seeing the tourists come back to D.C. Just true that. We'll have a lot of patience for them. Dear tourists, be careful of the uh, Honda Accord microphone guy. <laughs> wow. Speaking of, um, DC is celebrating the reopening and we are, um, super happy to be a partner with the Restaurant Association, Metro Washington. They've got their shop, eat, play, stay giveaway, where basically they're giving away 51 prizes, cash prizes for you to use to support DC businesses. And so it's everything from a $25,000 grand prize to plan your next big life moment, birthday, anniversary, wedding, whatever in DC they're giving away five of those grand prizes and then 46 other prizes that are like 10 grand, five grand, three grand to just support DC businesses in the eat, play, stay shop space, which I think is just so cool. It is really cool. And especially with the fireworks coming up, Mm -hmm. booking that roof deck. Right. Wouldn't that be amazing? Totally. I didn't think about that. Yes, that would be amazing. So there you go. You can put your $25,000 grand prize to get a roof deck. Yeah, we got the details of how to enter. Um, if you look at the top of our page, realfunddc.com, that will take you to the site that you can enter, and uh, it goes through the end of June. So get involved, people. Yeah, they're doing giveaways every Monday. So if you click at realfunddc.com and get registered, you probably have pretty great odds to get involved because they're doing 51 of these prizes. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Okay, another celebrity that we can call our own. Uh, if you've seen The Heights, Benny, the character that's uh, Benny, is from D.C. His name is Corey oh. Hawkins. He went to Duke Ellington School of Arts. You know, there's many alums that come out of there, especially known as Dave Chappelle. Um, and The Washingtonian did an article about him. And this is really cool how he got his, I mean, he's been, was on Broadway. He's a very good actor and was Tony nominated. But Lin-Manuel Miranda first came aware of him. Of course, Lin-Manuel is our boy who wrote the script for The Heights. Um, and he was at the U.S. Open in 2017 and Hawkins filled in for someone who had fallen sick to sing God Bless America. No. And Lin-Manuel was there. And then that's how the relationship goes. So just more, more another example that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Right. You're in the right place at the right time. And this guy, of course, was already doing really well, was on uh, Broadway. But like Lin-Manuel is like, hey, you. Um, So there you go. He's from DC. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And I can't I haven't seen the Heights yet. It's on my list, but I can't wait. And also imagine like being the person when they're like, hey, is there a singer in the building at the U.S. Open? Right. And then you get to do that. And you're like, this is awesome. And then afterwards, someone's like, oh, by the way, Lin-Manuel Miranda's here wants to talk to you. What a what a wild thing. Yeah, very cool. That is awesome. I haven't seen Into the Heights yet, Um, but in the Heights, but I can't wait to watch it. It's on my like queue to watch at home. For sure. But I've also seen people posting that you need to see it in the theater. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going out to bars, what's the difference of going to a theater? That's true. You can, yeah, on some, some theaters have bars. So that's, you <laughs> look at that. both of them. It's the best of both worlds. And it's not like you don't have to wait in a line for two hours and not get into the bar. I'm just saying is all. <laughs> there you go. Um, speaking of the restaurants reopening and everything coming back, we are really, really, really excited 
Um, Carmine's, one of our favorite spots on the planet, the family style Italian restaurant in Penn Quarter, is finally reopening. They are so big that they weren't really able to do takeout. There was no outdoor seating. They've just been dark for the last like 16 months. And that stretch of Penn Quarter by Capital One Arena has been really quiet because there's not people coming down as much for games and for events and for all the things. So the restaurants on that strip really, really, really suffered. And what's what's cool about Carmine's is they're like taking lemons and making lemoncello and they <laughs> want you to help them reopen. So we've got um, six tables of four into their soft reopening into their friends and family. So basically you get to be some of the first guests back into the restaurant as they're testing out, training out the new staff and giving people, you know, their, their first run back at it. They're moving the kitchens again, all of that stuff. So really you by winning this dinner are being very helpful to the restaurant. And we're super cool. We're super excited to be able to offer up such a cool, um, such a cool prize and experience to our family. And so we've got reservations for next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah, so get your peeps together. Um, we it, How you can enter is you just open up the Real Fun DC app. You'll see it right when you open it up. Mm-hmm. Just enter your email address, and um, we are going to pick some winners at the end of the week. We're going to have it go until Friday. And you know what? It, like Carmine's for us is like, it's the OG of yeah. Tommy and Kelly. We've had events there from the World Series Parade, the the, the Stanley Cup Championship Parade. We've done th- things on inauguration there. We had a Campy Kelly Prize for those who like have been with us for a long time. That uh, we did giveaways at Carmine. So like this is our place that we really want to help them and support them as they reopen, um, not just for the restaurant but for the staff. Um, to get trained and get back into the groove as they reopen after a very long time of closed. Yes, open up the Real Fun DC app. If you don't have the Real Fun DC app in the Apple App Store, in Google Play, just search Real Fun DC. That's our broadcast app. That's where we have a whole broadcast channel with other shows, with our show, with music. Think of it as like a radio station, but you can go to the Real Fun DC app and get that. And right when you open it up, it will say, do you want to enter? And then you say, yes. (laughs) It's that simple. So open up the Real Fun DC app for your chance to win that. And welcome back to Carmine's. Much love to them. And uh, thanks for being a longtime partner of ours, too, which is really cool. That contest ends up on Friday. And while you're on the Real Fun DC app, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to listen to all of our past shows. You can do that there, too. Yeah, check it out. We're so happy to be talking about reopening and all the mm-hmm. things. What a, what a great time to be living in D.C. and just loving on the city yeah. um, as it works through its reopening. There's going to be some issues. There's going to be Honda Accords with microphones. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> and if you want to support our work on the podcast, five-star review would be great. And hit the subscribe button because apparently that's important in the podcast universe. (laughs) We'll see you next time.